0: you're listening to ggr pirate radio don't be a juice bag this is called pirate radio be like oh these are stupid guns guns uh. are for jerks <laughs> run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery yeah what do People you do? do what do you do You act like it's a playground. beat up the bullies with your fists throw him in jail, everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah, same, same thing. thing. So you just put him in the morgue. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? You mother- became The Great parent is here for you, son. Yoink. Pain heals, jigs digs, scars, glory lasts forever. If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps she will. I went to the bar! Kill her, you son of a- This is
1: called pirate radio. to ask you, too, I know you're not a huge uh, baseball fan, but Mandy is. How crushed are you guys that uh, that Kutch went to uh, the Giants?
0: Yeah, I mean, and that was just a couple days after they traded Garrett Cole to uh, the Astros. And I I like Garrett Cole a lot, too. So Uh, it's pretty evident that the team's like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and rebuild then. Um, I mean, last year was a real disappointment. I, I forget which episode it was, but if you go back and listen to one of our podcasts from season three, we were talking about it, and yeah. I'm like, uh, the, the Pirates will not have a good season this season. And that's exactly what it ended up happening. Um, like The writing was kind of on the wall. Um, and then yeah, very early in the season, we got a nail in the coffin because um, Marte got a half-season suspension for PEDs. So that pretty much put the kibosh on any chance of, of a good season happening. Um, freaking Cubs ah the cubs man yeah tell me about it like
1: (laughs) the Nats had a golden opportunity to put that team out of the playoffs and like that game five dude i've never seen a game like that in my entire life i've been watching baseball since i mean i'm actually a bigger baseball fan than i'm a football fan i've been watching baseball since i was little and it it, that sport has more meaning to my family than anything else because my grandfather played semi-pro ball with ted williams at one point um Like that was how me and my grandfather connected. And I've never seen a baseball game like that, that that inning where they brought in Scherzer and they were like, Oh, Scherzer's going to just dominate. And then he just got lit up. But then, (laughs) but then there were like three really strange calls. Like there was the catcher interference call that just didn't get called. And that scored in like an extra two runs. And like, it, it was, and like the worst part about it is like people on Twitter were like, Hey, this is what the rule book says. Why didn't dusty Baker come out and do anything about this? And I'm pretty sure that that's probably what got him fired yeah. is that he didn't know the rule book. And it, it's kind of funny, too, because the guy that they brought on, Davey Martinez, is um, or he was the bench coach for the uh, Chicago Cubs. So it's like they're bringing in the, they're bringing in a guy that actually like knows the rule book because they know that Joel Madden is like it's like a fanatic when it comes to that sort of thing. Bring so, in the
0: competition. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Oh, man, I just I'm, I'm hoping that 2018 is the year. I'm hoping that this is the year. That like they put it all together because, um, I thought that the Caps were going to be the chosen one. I thought the Caps were going to be the the DC team that like really was the one that brought it brought it home that brought the first championship home uh, since 1991. But it looks like it's gonna. I'm hoping it's the Nats because I feel like they've got a better they shot right like, now. So yeah, I don't, feel,
0: I don't. They look like they're going to be a much better team than than most teams in the in the MLB.
1: Yeah. And like the caps are, I think they're in, I think they're in first place right now in their division, but like,
0: um, you and I both know I just, I'm in not, hockey, it's very yeah. much, um, like the NBA. Uh, yeah. All you have to do is have a record good enough to make the playoffs and then anything, and yeah. then anything could happen. Although it looks like Tampa Bay is just yeah. going to kill everyone. Mm. Except, except
1: the caps have beaten Tampa twice in the two times that they played them. So that gives me hope. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, there's just something amiss with that team in general. Like, there's, I can't figure out what it is. And, like, I don't know enough about hockey to really tell you what it is. But, like, the playoffs are just a completely different animal. And, like, the flukiest stuff happens in the playoffs. And, and it the, for some reason, just doesn't happen in the regular season. You see these bounces off of, like, players' backs into goals. And, like, it's just, it's such a weird game. Like, um, to quote one of the mighty ducks movies, which is sounds horrible, but like in the third mighty ducks movie, the worst of the trilogy, obviously um, they're talking about defense and how defense is so important because offense can score in a, in a second, you know, in a split second, a goal can be scored, but if you shut them down, then there's no opportunity for that. And like that seems to work in the playoffs, I guess, but then you sort of kind of have to score goals, you know, to win and like, I don't I don't get it man. It's <laughs> hockey's so weird and it's it's how much of that is like up to chance and how much is just being in the right place at the right time. Like it's
0: Yeah. I mean in hockey's kind of like fantasy football in the sense that sometimes I feel like you don't really know exactly what's going to happen the best strategy is to give yourself the best odds of winning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in basketball, football, that kind of stuff, like you can come up with a game plan that's like very specific to your opponent and everything like that and not that you can't do that in hockey and everything but sometimes like the right play in hockey is like i eh, just throw it to the net and see what happens and if that yeah. was your strategy in football i eh, just chuck it up to the receiver and see what happens like you're you would be fired instantly if, if your goal was yeah, just eh, just take it past half court and fling it at the at the rim and see what happens you would never make it unless step. yeah players. well yeah but <laughs> that's not him just flinging it that's just the range he's got <laughs> but in hockey like you know eh, you're at the point yeah. just put it on net and something good will happen, you know, cause it can you know redirect it or, you know what it hits off someone's stick. You never know what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, there's a, yeah. there's that element of eh, sometimes you just put yourself in the best position and good things happen. And that's where the pens yeah. I think excels because we're fast. We give ourselves a lot of opportunities to do well. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think that's one of those ones where sometimes you have to play to win as opposed to playing not to lose. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, at least after the rule change, when the devils would do that, you know, when they won their championships, like, all right, we got our, we got our one goal. Now we're just going to sit back (laughs) and just not lose.
1: That was the worst. Oh my God. That was the worst. I
0: I can't blame him. And that's like, that's (laughs) like a Patriots type thing to do. It's like, Hey, these are the exact way the rules are written word for word. We know exactly how it's written. We're going to come up with this undefeatable game plan and make you kind of change how stuff happens to account for us.
1: Well, we used to joke about it too. Like when we were at that place that we both worked, um, that like when you got like your one sale that you were just like, all right, take a knee, take a knee, You're good. Take a knee. Like, just, <laughs> I'm a fun, I'm a fun in for the rest of the day. Like I got nothing else that I need to do. I'm all right. I got my one, especially sale. on holidays, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I got my one sale. I'm just going to sit back and read this book. Yeah. I'm good to go. Um, so we'll we'll kind of wrap up sports here uh, because I definitely want to get into Star Wars because uh, we have now both seen the movie um, and we haven't yet talked about it we haven't talked about our, our feelings about this movie um this is I think this is other than um, Phantom Menace I think this is the most controversial Star Wars movie that's ever come out
0: yeah I'm glad you said controversial because I, I don't think say I don't, worst think and I'm like mm, I don't know about
1: that oh no no I I really enjoyed it um, so I'll, I'll state that up front but, like, I've never seen such response from people pretty much ever. I've never seen people's response so negatively to a Star Wars movie. Because normally Star Wars just prints its own money and there's, like, nothing you can do to stop it. And everybody seems to like it. But, like, not this time around, yeah. man. And, and it's, like, like
0: not, not doing well in China
1: at all. Yeah. But I don't know why, though. And I, I don't think anybody knows why. Like, it's... I think that, well, I mean, you also, here's the thing. Okay, it's not doing well in China, but you know what does well in China? The Transformers movies. So I don't really care what China thinks about movies, (laughs) to be perfectly honest, okay?
0: Because (laughs) they they account for such a tremendous amount of their box office total. You know, so when decisions are being made, they're being made in the sense of like, well, what will the international market think of our movie? Um, Because, I, I mean, that's how movies are made. They're made based on what kind of revenue they can generate. Um, not necessarily story first. It, sometimes it just so happens the really good story is what's going to drive people to go see it. Um, and yeah. I felt I felt the two, two-thirds of Last Jedi had good story.
1: Yeah, there were parts of it that I didn't like. Um, I, I I wrote an article. So hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Go to rockdeeprogradio.com Click on blogs. Um, there is the GGR pop culture blog that we have. Um, and I wrote an article. Uh, it is called... What did I call it? I can't remember. Um, oh, here it is. Thoughts on Luke Skywalker. Um, and, I, and I talk about how... I mean, because he's always been my hero since I was a kid, man. Like, I've loved Luke Skywalker. And I was so awaiting this movie. I was so ready for this movie. I was so excited about what was going to happen. And what I ended up seeing in this movie is it what I expected a little bit, but did it all go down the way I thought it would? No, I I, I honestly thought, and seriously, like I'm not, we're not doing this whole spoilers thing. We've talked about this before. Like if you like, just shut up, seriously, don't, don't ever say spoilers. I don't care. You should have seen the movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, why are you listening to this? Go watch the movie. And then you can come back and listen to this. It's a podcast. You can hit pause. Um, at any rate, um, this isn't what I expected really from him because i thought that they were going to go safe because i thought they were going to do what everybody wanted to see which honestly probably would have worked really really well with the chinese audience as you were mentioning before but ryan johnson took some risks and I i gotta pat the guy on the back man he made this character so much deeper than any star wars character i've ever seen like for the most part the star wars characters as a whole are pretty transparent and you know what their their motivations are. But, like, there, there was a lot of complexity with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, they're,
0: they're all and... archetypes. They, they're, they're the role that they're supposed to be. The, the, the kind of crummy thing is that the depth he added to Luke was just very sad. You know what I mean? Like, it just it kind of painted, like, his yeah. whole life, like, his one happy time, really, is saving his father, who dies a couple minutes later. Um, you know, and then yeah. he has a whole life where he's a hermit alone because the student body that he was trying to teach um, killed itself like half of it killed the other half and, and ran off um, and then he's just alone yeah. you know what I mean and then and then he dies alone and it's just kind of sad like yeah he gets to say goodbye to Leia but that's not a happy moment either really it's just him saying like hey the people that aren't dead aren't really dead huh? we'll all see him at some point okay bye um, I, it just I don't know I, I like the depth you're right that they added and they made him a real person like you see that he's broken like when ray first goes there to train and he's like piss off and then um you know he's she's falling around and you just see that he's just like living this life and he's just a sad broken dude um i yeah i just felt i felt bad for luke and that's the thing that's that's how i know it's a good character is because i felt bad for him it's not like i'm sitting there like well this is stupid." Luke wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's like, well, this is the Luke that they're choosing to do. I'm separating it from the Legends version of Luke, and I just felt I felt sad yeah. for him. I'm like, oh man, he never got to meet Mary Ch- or Mary Jade. You know, she, he yeah. never he never got to to actually start his academy and have students and feel that sense of like accomplishment you know, of him becoming the Obi Wan and the Yoda of the next generation. And like, I felt bad for the guy. I did too, and.
1: I think that that was the problem with this too, is um, when Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980, right after Star Wars was in 77, it didn't resonate with the fans as well as people seem to think. Like, we all like it, like in in, in 2018, you know, talking about it as one of our favorite movies growing up as a kid. But like, it did not get well received. People did not like that it took a dark turn. And I think that it's... We're essentially seeing that with, with Last Jedi as well. And what I liked about it, again, was the depth that, that Luke Skywalker had. But again, that it wasn't safe. That he didn't go to these, like, well, Luke Luke sees uh, Rey there. And then, like, in my head, the the safe, which would have been eye-rollingly lame, response would have been Luke would have said something like, what kept you so long, you know? And then you would have just been like, it would have been lame, but it would have been one of those things where it's, like, so cheesy, it's great. Where you just would just have been like, oh, yeah, now they're going to do awesome stuff. Like, it's – it would have been okay. It would have been fine. But it but it wasn't. And it was better because of it. Now, the whole, like, let's run from the Empire while they're at an arm's length and they shoot at us until we run out of fuel. It was essentially, like, the OJ – The Bronco, um, G- the <laughs> OJ Bronco case, Bronco in the face. Like <laughs> – Oh that was kind of lame um i did i did like the parallels that they did though because they ended up sending uh finn and rose off to that other planet that like casino planet and there was some depth there too man really like, you're That's finding a part, out i like, hated when, but like i'm not talking about like that, like oh that scene or like that journey added depth but when they're sitting there and they're talking about like the people who are making money off of this war and you just automatically assume that it's all the people that are selling like the first order weapons. And then you see that it's not, not only are they selling the first order weapons, they're also selling the resistance weapons. It's like, okay, all right. I see where you're going here. Like, this isn't like the typical good guy versus bad guy thing anymore. This is, there's some nuance here. Okay. I can dig it. Now that whole like thing was kind of a waste until the very end of the movie. When you saw that kid with the broom handle and apparently he's got the force too. And that was kind of cool so like you needed that that kind of crappy side project in order to get that so it's in my in my opinion acceptable but like they're they're they could have gone different ways in certain things and i probably would have been happier with the movie but overall i still think it was like four out of five stars i still think it was good. yeah
0: i think i gave it like a seven out of ten um kind of grading like it wasn't perfect it wasn't the best um but it definitely was better than it wasn't and um yeah, that, that, that middle – like my brother hit it like as soon as I saw it with him and my mom like the opening weekend and then we sat down to lunch and just discussed it. That's what we do after every Star Wars movie we kind of go watch it and then just sit down together and dissect what we just saw. And um, he yeah. hit it the nail on the head. He's like, you know, if Finn and Rose never left, literally nothing would have changed. And I was like, yeah, yeah. other than a couple action scenes, pretty, pretty much yeah. like there's there's nothing. Um and, and they even kind of rob Finn of like the whole characterization of him running and not wanting to be like part of a piece bigger than himself and, and, and dying for something and having a cause bigger than himself. And then Rose just kind of slams him out of it in those like little skier things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're setting up Finn. It's like, you know what? I like Finn. I understand he's part of like the new team, so to speak. But God, that would have been a perfect time for him to die.
1: It would have, yeah. It would have been kind of cool. And, like, yeah, it sucks because John Boyega is a great actor. But, like, let's be perfectly honest. Finn was kind of wasted in yeah, that it movie. Yeah, it would have given, given all actually, those
0: scenes yeah. reason because it's setting – Like, at that point, like, yeah, it's yeah. he's not doing anything. and It doesn't really matter that much to the overall plan. But what it shows is yeah. his character failing and failing and failing, ultimately setting up yeah. when he doesn't fail at the end. And then he's robbed yeah. of that. By this brand new character, and you're like, well, now all of that didn't yep. mean anything. Like, why did we watch all of that so he can push Phasma into a hole, and she's even more worthless than him now? Like every a- everything oh, yeah. about their their part there, and the whole like, I like the Aminals. Look, they beat the Aminals, and and you just kind of you're like, okay, like I- I'm not I'm not saying I'm pro beating animals, but. Why are we even talking about <laughs> yeah. this? Like, when I first saw that, that track, I was like, oh man, are they going to tie in pod racing? That's freaking awesome. Like, it just is a little nod. Like, I thought we were going to see like five pod racers zip by, and then like that was it, and we were done with it. Or like, oh, no, no, no. This whole racetrack yeah. thing's a big effing deal.
1: No, I thought it was going to be chocobos, actually. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, this a gonna... guy in the
0: front with a golden chocobo.
1: Yeah. Ooh. That guy's always the fastest. Always the fastest. Oh. <laughs> um i the whole okay they kept saying to us okay phasma was wasted in uh in the force awakens oh but she's not going to be wasted in, in in last jedi she didn't show up until the last 20 minutes and when she did show up she was totally wasted just like she was in the last one like it was they they give us these promises of these things and then they never come through and like I think that, like, we should know better as Star Wars fans, too, because, like, we really shouldn't expect a lot from these cool-looking characters, because I'll give you one really good example, and his name is Boba Fett. Um, Boba Fett has taken on epic, like, legendary status from five minutes worth of screen time in two movies. Like, he had a cool voice, he had a cool helmet, he had an awesome gun, and he had a sweet ship that he flew around in. And then he... Had uh, got his gun sliced in half in a desert, and then accidentally knocked into um, with a boat paddle by Hans, a uh, blind Han Solo, and then he goes shooting into a giant like uh, Venus flytrap that eats him. So like all of that, kind of crappy when you're looking at the like big picture things. But people like put him up there as like one of the coolest badasses of all time when it comes to Star Wars, and he really didn't do
0: anything. Hey, he has cool character design, and he out outwitted the witty han solo you know what i mean that was the thing it's like han thought he was cool hanging on the side of the thing and detaching with the trash and then boba fett was totally hip to his game and and followed him to cloud cities you're like okay we've seen han be like clever and 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 get out of scrapes and this guy outwitted him you know it wasn't like some big fist fight where they punched each other with like finn and phasma and they just like yeah, they both look cool. Like, don't get me wrong, Phasma looks awesome. Like, the Chrome Stormtrooper is a really cool design, but you can't just just have a character that's cool design because then you get Darth Maul. Yeah, that's true. And then, and yeah, don't get me wrong, the expanded stuff is Boba Fett does a whole bunch of stuff and is really awesome. Darth Maul does a whole bunch of stuff that's really cool and awesome. But what? If you're lucky 15% of the movie going audience will partake in the the extras, the expanded universe, the comics, the books, the video games, etc. the Re- the revels, the TV yes. show, that kind of thing like 15-20% yeah. maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean and and that's the thing with Star Wars is like now it doesn't really matter because there's so much extra stuff. So you'll get you'll get your fill. Like with with Phasma, for instance,
0: uh, apparently Phasma has a pretty awesome backstory. Yeah, she's a book and a four part um, comic the, that I've read, and and she does. She's like this awesome warrior woman that, like, basically she does what's best for her to survive. Like, that's her actual character. Yeah. You don't know that if you ever watch the movies. You just think like, yeah, she's the shiny one, and that's the end of her character yeah. in the movies. But she has some yeah. really really cool. Now, and it, she she hates General Hawks and and um, but she kind of yeah. like it's a you know devil's deal where, where it's like to help her survive and get better off and stuff and yeah she's got a real cool story kind of wish you would have seen any of it
1: yeah and like that's the thing too is you you just mentioned something and you were talking about like hey what what might we want to see in um in episode nine you just mentioned something really interesting you know she does whatever she can to survive maybe she ended up finding some way to survive that fall
0: i mean Yeah, here's the thing. All right, so I've read enough comic books in my day to know that nobody's ever actually dead. If they brought Darth freaking Vader back, I'd be like, okay, I'm sure there's a way that you could make that. You know, the Force is pretty mystical. You could make some weird stuff. Like, nothing would surprise me. But you got to bring him back for a reason. And there's been no reason to have Phasm around. Like, it was just a character that they invented... And they're like, this is cool, and then forgot to have anything for her to do. And if they don't have anything for her to do in episode 9, then don't bother. Please don't bother.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, unless there's going to be something cool. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with that. And, like, that's the other thing, too, is a lot of people were really upset that Luke Skywalker died. And I was to a certain degree. But, you, I mean, come on, let's be honest. We all knew this was going to happen. I wasn't surprised at all. Yeah. They're leading to all of the original people being gone, um, except for we might see R two last. We might see C three PO last. Chewbacca might might stay around, like he might be the one that that kind of stays. Um, because like I saw this really funny meme on uh, on on uh, on Facebook that was talking about how everybody says that Han Solo was Rey's father figure, but let's really give credit to Chewie because he basically hung out in his um in his station wagon while she was at Jedi practice the entire mm-hmm. time. Um just hanging out, you know? Like, <laughs> like it, it just it, it I, exactly, and I just envisioned it too. I was just like, there he is, you know, he went to you know he went to Taco Bell and got himself some taquitos and is hanging out. He's waiting for her to finish soccer practice because he's a good stepdad. Like it's it was it was it was kinda cute, but it did make it did make sense. Um and maybe that's what we'll see. We'll see the droids. I think we will um, I think that was we'll supposed to wait.
0: always be the thread, and I know that was more Lucas than now that Disney owns it or whatever, but the, the whole the whole yeah. vision of it, I thought, it was that you're supposed to be seeing Star Wars basically the same way the droids see them. Like, you, they are yeah. the thread that's going to go through every single movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and R2, I mean, I guess R2 is raised now because Luke is gone, but was he? No, I guess he's Princess Leia's but Leia is going to be gone in episode nine. I wonder, see, that was the other thing that I didn't understand either is they had a really golden opportunity to to essentially.
0: Yeah. I I know exactly what you're going to say. They could Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carrie Fisher died real life. They could have had her
1: die. Yeah. They had her. She was dead in real life and they could have killed her in this movie. And I don't know why they didn't because right there you have Kylo Ren kill her. And he says, you know, you know, the, leave the past behind, you know, kill it if you must. That would have been... Nobody would have had a problem with that at all. Except for you never got a Luke and Leia moment. And I feel like that was the only thing that I kind of was... I feel like they brought her back just for that.
0: Well Okay, so wait. Are yeah. you talking about the scene where she gets blown out of the ship? Yes. Ah, yes okay. Yes. See, now what I thought should have happened at the end, she wakes up out of the coma... Makes Holdo go down to the, um, go down to the planet, and she's the one who lights to the this ship. I thought
1: it. Yeah, that was the other. That was the other thing I was going to mention too. But yeah, you're you're dead on with that one. We're on the same page. One of the two. Either she should have been killed when when the bridge got blown to pieces. When um when um Ackbar got killed. Oh,
0: instead violence. of
1: having that weird. I know, but like, instead of having that weird thing that she like used the force to like bring yourself back and like what was that that was so strange i've never seen that before like, and like the, way,
0: the way okay here's what here's here's i can't believe we're already rewriting this stuff but here we go um uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right we're doing we're doing rewrite of the jedi already um so <laughs> if i were gonna redo it like because obviously a lot of it had been shot you know you had certain stuff yeah. done but you know sometimes real life affects things i mean Kevin Spacey was they reshot that whole movie after his stuff came out so I mean you can redo yeah. movies um, you, you you redo it where she's the one who light speeds through the supremacy and then yeah. instead of doing that whole Leia Superman scene in outer space because you're going to say okay we're going to give Leia one force power that had not been previously established why not give her the force ghost yeah. power and then you can have your moment with her and Luke? Like, why yeah. not? You know, I mean, that it just it's just such a better send-off. I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to see Luke as a force ghost in 9. So, I mean, the the whole old cast isn't going to be gone. But I don't think it would have been the worst thing to necessarily kill off the characters in this movie, both Luke and Leia. And then you can have Luke come back as a force ghost to kind of bridge it through. Yeah, it would have, I,
1: I don't know, man. Like they, I feel like there were missed opportunities with this, but at the same time too. Yeah. Like you said, you could have rewritten it, but here's the other thing too, is Luke shows up on that planet on crate looking for Leia, and she's not there. All of a sudden we see this like, you know, the Jedi need to end. Like, I'm not really all that light side. I'm kind of in between Luke Skywalker that we kind of talked about, the J- the gray Jedi concept. And now he's like, you killed your mother. Like, he confronts Kylo on the sands of Crete. He's like, you killed your mother. Why? Because some crusty old dude said that you should? Because you want power? Because you want to be like my father? Let me tell you about my father, you know, like you could have had a much more like impactful scene. Now, granted, as I was mentioning before, he stayed. Uh, Ryan Johnson, for the most part, stayed away from like those those awesome like like typical atypical action movie scenes, with the exception of right there when he had those um, ATATs, like the enhanced ATATs, whatever they're called, like just gunned down Luke for like what felt like three minutes, and then he just brushes it off his shoulder. It was still cool. It was still badass. But like you could have had a much more impactful scene between him and Kylo, like basically calling Kylo out and saying, you know, what? I failed you as a master, but you're failing yourself because you're so convinced that you're right, that you're not even willing to see what you're doing. You're, you're destroying everything. For what?
0: You know what? It, you like, want know do you, fun fact yeah, what about, to about? about this movie? You talk about taking chances in that scene and everything like that. This is the first numbered yep. Star Wars movie where two lightsabers don't clash into each other. Like, the the, you want to talk about having that impactful moment where they're actually talking and everything, like, pump that up. Because if you're not going to have the lightsaber duel, the the guys facing each other down, it has to be about the dialogue. And I did like that scene. I liked Kylo and Luke facing each other down, like, in in the way that Luke kind of was still taking them to school. You know, that kind of thing, where he's like, you're still a student kind of feel to it. Uh, he's like, you just, you can just feel like the, the way Luke's talking. him was like, you have so much more to learn, kid. You have no idea. Um, but yeah, I think you could have, I think what they really needed is to tie more of like the lore and stuff into it. Like you said, like Luke telling him what Darth, Luke. I really like that concept of in Awakens, they established that Kylo's like super duper obsessed with Darth Vader and being him and like this vision that he has of Darth Vader and Luke really setting the story straight. I love that idea. And I really wish it would yeah. have been a part of it because that could have caused some conflict. And if that's the way you're going to go with the character of Kylo Ren of him having internal conflict, which it is because he's like, look, I don't want to be good. I don't want to be bad. I just kind of want to burn everything down and get rid of all this, this crappy past that I've had with Snoke and my parents and Luke and all this stuff. Um, and just you and me, we'll just go run our own, we'll, just, we'll start our own business, um, that's the kind of conflict he's running into. It would be nice to have another depth of like, geez, even my icons, like even my my past that I love. Like that doesn't even that's not even yep. right. Um, I, I would yeah. that would have been some nice depth.
1: Yeah, I will say this, though, like you just mentioned the lightsaber thing. I didn't even think about that. Now, they, they there were some pretty awesome scenes. That throne room scene where Rey and Kylo essentially team up to take out the Praetorian guard was awesome. That was such a And I scene. think,
0: again, it was a little subtle, but one of the big complaints about Force Awakens is like, well, I mean, Rey had no training. How did she take on Kylo and you have to go, well, he just got shot and killed his dad and he had just gotten done fighting Finn, so he's probably tired, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. That yeah. scene, she fights, I think, I think she kills like two of them and he kills like six of them or something. Like, he takes on way more than she does. Oh, yeah. And he was a total total
1: badass in that scene like it it was impressive it really was and um but like the part where he where he basically he's like toast and she throws him her lightsaber and he finishes that dude off that was pretty awesome like, like with
0: the uh, the flat cl- clicking on the flashlight death that was yeah. pretty rad
1: yeah Yeah. The whole, the whole fight scene was, was pretty awesome. Like that would be worth me going to see it again. I I mean, I've only seen it the one time, but I would totally be willing to go see it again just to see that one scene. Like that was, that was pretty dope. And like, okay. Like some people are really upset that like Snoke was taken out as easily as he was, but the way he was taken out was pretty awesome. Like, so
0: people were even complaining about that. Like, they were saying like, it was so obvious what he was doing. And I'm like, y- yeah, obvious to us. That That's the point is that you're like, Oh, he's tricking. Oh, I see. He's moving. He's moving both lightsabers. He's thinking about an enemy. He's thinking in generic terms. Like he's Snoke is in his mind so much that he's using that against him. Like, He's being extremely smart and playing Snoke like an idiot. And like people just missed that point. They thought it was supposed to be a big twist on us the way he was doing it. It's like, no, no, no. It's a twist on Snoke. The fact that Snoke's going to die is a twist. Sure. But um, I I just thought it was incredibly clever. And I just wonder where they're going to go with it now that they don't have a I mean, I guess Kylo's the villain, but everyone wants him to be redeemed and everyone likes him and Ray having a relationship. Like who's really like the bad guy then? I mean, is yeah. it Because he's more of a clown. A, yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. he, in the first movie they set him up like he was supposed to be like Tarkin, you know, with that Hitler speech he did and everything, which is like when you rewatch that movie, it's truly yeah. horrifying. Like he's like he's screaming oh, yeah. and he has this like these glassy dead eyes but at the same time he's smiling because he's about to obliterate like a couple trillion people like he's 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 yeah. seriously like about to cr- like he's crying when the laser's going off and it's like that kind of steadfast like it's finally happening kind of crying and like he's a true lunatic yeah. like he's like a stalin mussolini hitler kind of lunatic and then in this movie he's like a clown I, I, I didn't get it. I mean, I didn't get the characterization on him either. And especially like now you're going to make him the main bad guy. I, I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, technically it's going to be Kylo because he's the leader of the first order. Like,
0: yeah, but I mean, and then it's, to me it's like, all right. I mean, so I mean, if you're I mean, going to make him the actual like true villain, like I, that kind of, you can't, you can't have the redemption arc and him be the true villain. Cause what's going to happen? What are they going to do? Redeem him been And been. then like, All right, I guess I'll just tell the first order like, all right, everybody, go home. Yeah, we're all friends now, so just go home. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the only way you could really do it then, like, because they kind of, I guess they kind of established when Kylo was unconscious and Hux came in and he started like reaching for his gun, like he was gonna kill the unconscious, and then Ren wakes up and he's like, and he's like, hey, I wasn't doing anything. Um, I I could see that, like, all right, if if Kylo turns and joins Ray, and there's like they're in the midst of some sort of giant battle then hux is the one who's like fine i'll be the supreme leader and he's leading the forces to continue whatever assault or battle or whatever's happening at the time and um kylo is like then jumping into his tie silencer and like shooting down bad guys alongside of Ray and the in the millennium falcon or whatever kind of nonsense is happening yeah it just it just it makes it very difficult to do the redemption story if he is the if he is the emperor character archetype so to speak from from the original trilogy. I feel like you need to have that big yeah. bad to if he's going to redeem to help you defeat that you couldn't defeat otherwise.
1: Yeah, I, I that's the thing though is like I think that what Ryan Johnson essentially established with this one is that like all of the knocks on The Force Awakens being derivative of. Um, Of uh, a new hope was kind of thrown to pieces because JJ is not going to be able to come in and do episode nine and make it like Return of the Jedi, where hey, they're building another Star Killer base, but this one just happens to be on a planet filled with uh, cute little well, we can't use teddy bears again. They're giant bees. (laughs) Exactly, you know, like he's not going to be able to return of his Return of the Jedi his way out of this one. Like there's some there's some dark stuff going on in this and. I think what's going to end up happening is is that the only way you're going to redeem Kylo Ren is to kill him. Um, or what, what's going to end up happening is it's going to be a the first order is destroyed, and we assume that Kylo Ren is is toast too, but we, he's not because that's the only way. Like Adam Driver is too good to waste and kill. Like he's he's awesome like I'm so impressed with his character I'm so impressed with his acting abilities but also too again in that scene against the the praetorian guards he was a bad ass like maybe maybe ray gets to him you know maybe ray is like you know stop this madness turn away from the dark side and they destroy the first order themselves you know like they bring it down and he's redeemable but then Who's he gonna be redeemable to? His mom, uh, she's dead. His uncle, uh, he's dead too. His dad? Oh wait, he killed him too. Chewbacca, Chewbacca's probably gonna rip his damn arms off. Like it's,
0: I guess Lando. Unless then. everybody's
1: dead. Yeah, it's just Lando. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like that's the only way you can redeem him is like if everybody's dead and it's just him and Rey, and it kind of ends up being what he said in the in the and uh, Last Jedi. And it's like, well, just, we'll build something ourselves. Maybe that's what ends up happening.
0: Do you think maybe that thing is like the Jedi Academy?
1: I don't know. I don't think that they can create a Jedi Academy because it's, there's so much, there's so much that is left unexplored with this because we still don't know why he actually turned to the dark side. We don't know how Snoke really convinced him that what he was doing was the right thing. And, like, yeah, okay, so Luke came into his hut and lit up his lightsaber, and he probably shouldn't have done that. But, like, to immediately just assume that Luke's trying to kill you and, and then try to kill him and not, like, it, it's the same thing that I had the problem with Obi-Wan. Like, Obi-Wan's like, oh, this kid that I raised from, you know, from eight years old uh, to an adult uh, has turned to the dark side. Well, I guess I have to kill him. Like there was no like attempt to try to turn him away from the dark side, except for screaming the word democracy really loud. <laughs> like,
0: yeah the the, the, conver- is, maybe that's the conversation this, yeah. part of it was very short, and the lightsabers were already ignited. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: yeah, and we talked about that in our re- we talked about that in our rewrite though. You know, is like there wasn't enough attempt to try to fix things, and like I feel like it's the same thing with this. Too, oh, in your like- rewrite,
0: it makes a lot more sense too because Anakin's not just yeah. doing it for these reasons it's kind of he thinks that Obi-Wan and and, and Padmé are kind of in a relationship so it's he's bl- he's seeing red he's blind he's mad at Obi-Wan not i have to be a bad guy because i made a deal with a guy with a scary monster face
1: yeah but also too the the guy the scary guy with the monster face also convinced him that the jedi were using him and he was a slave cuz he used what is quite possibly the most underused thing about Anakin Skywalker is the fact that he's a slave and that's gotta be a traumatic past. Like he was basically like, he had no choice in his life and the emperor is basically saying, Hey, you're a slave again and you don't have to be a slave with me. And like, that's enough to, you know, convince him. But not only that, like, Hey, look! Look what the Jedi did. The Jedi took all these kids, they trained them how to be Jedi's, and then they mutilated them and sent them off to war. In fact, here's one of them right here. This guy, remember this hero? He, he's had a screwed up life, man, because of what and they I can show your arm and turning the exactly, you know, and turning the public against the Jedi instead of just like having this like ancient war that doesn't make any damn sense because nobody really understands why the Sith and the Jedi actually hate each other other than like, Oh, one's the dark side. One's the light side. Like you could really put it in context with this. And and instead of the emperor having like this weird, like blood feud on his mind, he just wants power. And who's in his way, the Jedi, how can he destroy the Jedi, make the public think the Jedi are bad and then they lose always. And that's all he had to do. And it's the same thing with this. Like the only problem is, is there's no public anymore because Starkiller Base took care of that. So, like, who are you trying to convince now? Because there's the first First Order, which I don't even know how many First Order soldiers there are left. I don't know how many ships there are left. Like from what I've from what we learned in Last Jedi, there's apparently some more. Um, there's some other people that might be cool with the resistance idea, but they didn't really seem like they wanted to get involved. Yeah, they either. said they were going to like so they're like,
0: calling for uh, like uh, backup that never came. And that's where like the eight people that are left on the Falcon are flying to in the outer rim. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine there's going to be a ton of resistance people left. Yeah, it's
1: is this essentially what it's going to come down to is that the first order and the resistance essentially is just a war of attrition is you've only got a few people left and that's really all that, that that's going to, it's going to come down to. With all
0: the, um, because the, the supremacy, even though that got destroyed, that was actually part of their weapons, uh, and transportation, like creation facility. Like that was a six kilometer long vehicle, like, like ship. Yeah. And inside of it was a, a, a maintenance or a, a manufacturing like plant um and so they were making they were making it so that's that's destroyed um but that couldn't have been the only one to make all of those ships and weapons and armor and all that stuff that they had so i feel like they're way better off than the resistance is right now
1: well i think that was kind of the point too is that there's hope and like people love comparing movies to other movies um the Last Jedi didn't remind me of Empire Strikes Back as much as it reminded me of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yeah. Because yeah. two towers ended essentially on the same way. a An impenetrable for, fortress um, being compromised by the enemy. And the only thing left is hope.
0: And they somehow managed to escape. And that's yeah, essentially and what happened. Gandalf comes riding in at the very end. Yeah. Gandalf equals Luke. That's a hell of a comparison. I had not thought about that
1: yeah yeah. like and that's and maybe it was because like um i was i was still doped up on pain meds because i i I still had my kidney stone at that point when i went and saw star wars um and maybe like the the pain meds like opened my like like my third eye or something like that and i was able (laughs) to see this um like yeah like it was i remember watching that movie and like i was i I think the reason why i mean i i i I think if i watched it again i would still enjoy it but i was not hypercritical of it at walking out of that theater at all um but it was also because I was very, very happy that I didn't have any excruciating pain um, from my kidney stone the entire movie. So so I had that going for me, you know? It was like that was my that was my benchmark for it. This will be a good movie if I can sit for two plus hours and not feel like my insides are being ripped ashore. Oh my god,
0: the more like now I I wasn't listening to a word you just said because of this whole freaking two towers yeah. thing. Like I can't stop thinking about it. It's so perfect. It is like so like freaking Rose and Finn, or like when Mary and Pippin. Like I don't care what they're doing the whole time. Like Pippen. they're just off on yeah. the side thing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Get back to the stuff I do care about. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and exactly. And what did Mary and Pippin really truly do? They got some trees to like, like, like smash um, Saruman's tower. Ooh, okay. Well, how, what, is that? what does that? Was that really help? Not much, because there's already like hundreds of thousands of dark orcs out there already. So you're you're closing the door after the uh, closing the barn door after the horse got out.
0: Yeah, the only way that would have um, been perfect is if they found Holdo and she was the one who like hyperspeeded yeah. into the supremacy because if we're calling the supremacy like the uh like Saruman's tower then Holdo would be the yeah. Ents in that equation.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like your your dark orc army is the army led by uh, Kylo Ren and General Hux at the, uh, in the Battle of The crate. Knights of Ren and the Praetorian um,
0: Guard, those can be like the Nazgul. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. this is so perfect. Exactly, oh yeah. I'm t- See? There it is, man. And, like, it ends
1: in the same... It ends in the same way, where, like, um, Samwise Gamgee gives that, like, great speech about, like, this is all we've got. We've got hope. And we've got some Lambus bread, too. But, like, mostly hope. That's mostly all we have. And, like, that was essentially, like, what Luke... Uh, was instilling in Rey was that like you know hey it's okay you're the Jedi you are the symbol of hope little kid off on like weird little casino planet oh he's got the force too oh don't worry everything's gonna be cool because other people have the force too so like yeah it, it's uh, that was the vibe but that if I we're
0: extrapolating that in then we're gonna pretty much have to say that Kylo Ren is Gollum and Rey is Frodo so Kylo Ren's gonna die in lava is what you're predicting.
1: No. What what's going to happen? See, this is going to throw you. Um, what's going to end Colum up happening is, Frodo is the third.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot.
1: Like a whole lot. Um, <laughs> the third one of this trilogy is actually going to end up being like the Matrix. So it'll be um, a big battle. But then um, it'll turn out that like the final battle is actually in somebody's head. But like in a machine head. So it'll be like inside, I don't know, R2's head? What are some other bad trilogies? I'm trying to think of like another third movie that was really
0: really bad. Um, hmm, Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: They're gonna yeah.
0: ask, what they're actually oh, doing go. is spinning around in a yeah. ocean yeah. vortex. In a vortex. And there was a crack, and yeah. that in was really voice. cool. Yeah. But then they just ignored that in the third one for reasons because it was it was too. OP. Well, they killed
1: they they killed it.
0: They they killed it apparently. Yeah, it was which too, is too overpowered.
1: But like, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And then what will end up happening too is like Kylo Ren will get really really tall. Um, Because he gets powered by the dark side and then he turns into a millions yeah. of crabs.
0: You heard it here first. Kylo <laughs> <Caloran> has crabs.
1: <laughs> crabs. <laughs> I remember watching that movie in the theaters and like there's some moment where you know how like sometimes people will make like a mystery science theater 3000-esque comment in a movie that you're actually seeing and it's enough to actually make the movie that yes. much more enjoyable. Um, we were in that movie and there's some touching moment between two characters I don't remember what it was, but somebody made the pirate Steve noise from Dodgeball. Uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah, so, like there was this touching moment and they went, Gar! <laughs> and like everybody,
0: everybody died. Like it was the one of those. Thing. Did you watch like, the Harry, Harry Potter so movies? So the yeah, the did, very yeah. end of the eighth one when like Harry's like yeah. pseudo dead um, and they're in that yeah. like train station, him and Dumbledore and it was uh, my friend's uh the night before their wedding um and his one buddy was like a real like real drinker and so he had been drinking out of a flask during this whole movie and um they they're in that thing and then harry's like looking around and then he sees the little like dead shriveled weird like gross voldemort baby uh like all curled up and whatever and as soon as he sees that this drunk guy, his name was was Kevin, he goes, "Dad," <laughs> 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 and, and I just lost my like I couldn't even listen to that whole scene. I was laughing so hard. Like he was drunk. He had never oh, seen a Harry Potter movie. Didn't care about it at all. And he just ruined the ending for everyone.
1: Oh man, we were um, we were watching. It was um, it was Kill Bill Volume Two. You've you've seen that, right? Yeah. So it's the part where, like, um, Bill is introducing um, Uma Thurman's character uh, to her daughter, Bibi. And at one point, he said, the little girl goes, "Um, Oh, I think mommy is the most beautiful woman in the whole wide world. But the way she says wide, it sounds like white, right? Well, there was there was an African-American lady in the in the theater. And when she goes, I think mommy is the most beautiful woman in the whole white world. She goes white world. And everybody just died then, too. Like it was it was just like just perfectly timed. Like it was just it was wonderful. Like, Oh, man. Um, I just I with I think because of this movie, I don't have any idea what's going to happen with Nine. And I'm kind of excited about that. I think it's kind of cool. There's, there's no real, like, think about it. Like, with, with Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, you had stuff that had to be resolved. Like, how's Luke going to become a Jedi? Like, he lost his hand. Holy crap, Darth Vader is his father. Um, what, how are they going to get Han Solo back? Is Can we trust Lando Calrissian? Like, there were all these questions going on. Um, with this one, there's I don't feel like there's really that many questions left. Like, other than, what the hell are they going to do? Because there's like nobody left. It's like the Millennium Falcon, and yeah, that's the only it?
0: question left is what happens next.
1: Yeah, it's it. There's not a lot of like direct questions. Um, I mean, like there's a couple. Like I, I kind of wonder if Luke is so powerful in the Force that he doesn't need a physical body.
0: Do so you think he's not actually dead? You mean?
1: I mean, I think he's dead in the sense that like we would we would envision somebody being dead, but I don't think he's done. I think that like I made a joke about it, you know, like oh it's going to be like Matrix Revolutions, you know, everybody will think it's it's weird and nobody will really understand the ending, but um it's just kind of stupid. Um, it'll be like a uh, Dragon Ball Z fight. Um, what I think is going to end up happening is is like the final battle is going to be inside Kylo Ren's mind because Luke's going to like like Jedi mind f him, like he's just going to like get inside of his head and being like, that's where like it sounds weird and it sounds kind of like Meta, but it kind of makes sense too because like he already laid the seeds for Kylo because Kylo's like you know you ruined this and you're the worst and I hate you and he's trying to kill him and Luke's just like dodging it and like yawning while he's dodging he's like yeah uh huh all right whatever you totally suck and then just like looks at him and like he's like go ahead stab me he stabs him he's like I'm not even here (laughs) chump see you around kid yeah he schooled him so bad that now he's in Kylo's head Kylo's like. well, I, 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 I I'm uh, and he's just so blown by this that that's what's going to end up happening is he's not going to be able to shake Luke like he's going to have like dreams like Anakin did because that's a Skywalker thing. They dream and they think of the future and they have these visions. He's going to see Luke in his visions and he's going to think that it's visions, but it's actually Luke screwing with you him. You could
0: bring Han in too after what he said, like he could not as a forced ghost or whatever, but I mean like as part of the visions and yeah. dreams that Luke's kind of like guiding him to have through the force because yeah. he said like you're even your you yeah. know father will, will be with you and that kind of stuff you know he's never not with you or whatever yeah. like basically haunting him and trying to like keep showing him his demons yeah. to help try and remind him like you're a good person like remember how bad this sucked when this stuff happened yeah
1: exactly like and i think that that's what, what it's going to be and like he's going to remind him he like you saw it with snoke Snoke only cared about your power. He wanted you to get himself more powerful because you're so powerful. When are you going to stop being somebody's pawn? When are you going to make a decision for yourself and do what you know is right? Like I, I I feel like that's going to be a huge thing, where he's going to have a chance to wipe them out, and like Hux is going to be like, you know, you've lost your nerve. You lost this. You've lost that. And he's going to turn on Hux and he's going to ruin Hux's day with a lightsaber, basically. And then he's going to basically tell the first order to stand down and they're all going to be like, what? And he's basically just going to like wipe out the entire remnant of what's left. And it'll probably be in a self-sacrificing way. Um, I just, I don't see, again, I go back to this before. I don't see any way of him getting out of this
0: alive happily. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's just no way. Yeah. I, I it's, I'd have to think about it for a while. Like I'm sure I could come up with something like, I, i've come up with ways yeah. for there to be another big bad other than kylo you know what i mean but they're they're weird and i don't know if they yeah. would necessarily work you know what i mean like there, yeah. there would be some cool yeah. stuff you could do with it but not necessarily like the right, right thing thematically like the the only the only thing i was thinking like it would be like really like crazy um if you want to tie like lauren because everyone everyone was like looking for hints before the movie came out they were like what about this what about that Um, and they saw that little like, um, pool of water in, in and it looked like it had like the the prime Jedi that had a look that kind of looked like Snoke. And so like, my thought was like, all right, so if you want a big bad, if you want, um, there to be like an emperor, like level of villain, uh, what you could do and this, I don't, I still don't think it's a good idea because, um, (laughs) are you familiar with the legends books at all? Do you know what the Yuuzhan Vong are?
1: Yeah, they were the alien race that came from the unknown territories or unknown regions that, like, did the invasion, right? Yeah,
0: so, I mean, the, the they there was a long series of books that they were in, um, and way too long. Uh, and they were a bio-organic kind of race, so, like, they didn't really use... Like the Borg. But they okay. didn't even, like, use machinery, like so like the ships they have were like living creatures and stuff like that. And um oh and, oh and okay. Kinda like those like those
1: things in um in Avengers. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um and they like saw the force as like an abomination. Because they were all about like life and living creatures and stuff like that. And they um they saw the force and, and the Jedi and people who use the force as just like unnaturally manipulating the forces of the universe and, and life. Um and so there was this big war and it ended up um with the Imperial Remnant and then like the New Republic at that time, like they kinda joined forces. So I was like, okay, so you could do an adaptation like that. So long, long time ago in a galaxy yeah. far, far away, this species from outside the galaxy or the unknown regions or whatever you want to call it, um that was Snoke's species came and established the Jedi Order. And this particular type of species um, is the naturally, like, obscenely strong in the Force. Like, it's just something like they just, they are kind of like the Prime Force users. You could say, like, they started with this universe, and they were basically made of the Force. And, And there's like, only, there's like a dozen of them, or 15 of them, or some set number of them. And um, they're made of the Force, and that's why they're so strong with them. And then one yeah. of them went to this universe and established the Jedi Order to teach other life forms how to use the Force, because they love the Force so much. Um, and then the rest of them got corrupted, and they became more like Force vampires, like the whole um, Darth Nihilist thing. So they wanted to yeah. prolong their life unnaturally and kind of fell into the dark side, um, and are like force vampires, and they can put themselves in like a stasis if they don't have enough force users around. And what they do is they'll wake one of them up every so often to go out and see if there's enough force users. And when um, Luke and Vader, like when Vader killed off all of them, they put themselves in a stasis. And then when Luke and uh, Vader had their, and the Emperor, there were three force users concentrated on the Death Star... It kind of, like, triggered, like, hey, there's enough force that we can kind of feel it, and they woke Snoke up, and he went out into the Unknown Regions and picked up the Imperial Remnant made him oh. the First Order. Then um, Snoke kind of, like, reported back to them through, like, their forced, like, hive mind connection that, like, he's starting the First Order, and they're going to start um, this invasion and, like, take over and start training people with a force just enough to, like, feed off them like, a farm because um, they have this technology yeah. they can use, some kind of technology they've been developing the First Order, something you can make up for the ninth one. Um, and so there's like, how many ever like five or six or seven or 10 or 15 of these other Snoke-like beings that are like super duper strong and Kylo Ren has to take the First Order, Ray has to take whatever the Resistance is built up and they actually have to join together to fight off these things that come. And it would be kind of a really cool twist where you're like, Oh man, how are they gonna beat the first- Oh my god, they're on the same side? I didn't see that coming. And that's like how you could that's how you could do a big bad. If you want to do like an emperor level, like true evil, we're not doing anything but being bad guys here, and you can redeem Kylo Ren. But that's ridiculous and would never happen.
1: It is. And the reason the reason why it wouldn't work is because like you've established this trilogy for two movies already, and then the third one you're just gonna do like a completely different ridiculous story yeah. it just seems like I mean, that, that, yeah I, I, I see meant. what you're saying and i understand I like where you're coming it, from you but, can yeah.
0: do a big bad like you can do an emperor level yeah. of like i've been in the shadows and you've never met like because that's what the emperor was i mean he was mentioned by name like a couple of times but like you never saw him and they saved him for yeah. the third one for that way luke and vader could team up on him and beat him um that's yeah. how you'd have to do it with this one is you'd have to have something that has not been in the last two and then it just appears in the third one for them to fight um, and you could tie and you have enough. You have a, you gave yourself enough rope in the lore like to hang yourself with, so to speak. Uh, but that's the only yeah. you have to go to really far lengths to have that true, true bad guy. So this one, I agree with you, can't end like Return of the Jedi. It can't. I, I just can't see it end with Kylo Ren's redemption um, classically. Like Vader just happened to die. You know what I mean? By by killing the Emperor. Like it yeah. wasn't like he, I mean, he, he about, didn't sacrifice himself before. in the sense that like he grabbed the Emperor and like tackled him off the thing and they both fell into the pit or whatever. Like he got electrocuted yeah. a lot and then he got a whole face full of radiation and it just like killed his already dying body. Like the way my head can yeah. was that um and there, there's no source on this, this is just the way I've always seen it, is that Emperor's Electricity yeah. overloaded the circuits in his suit for his breathing apparatus, which is why he's like rasping so freaking hard when he's there. And then he gets yeah. a full force face of radiation and his breathing system can't filter it out. So he has these charred, burnt, crappy yeah. lungs that can't do anything on their own. And then you flood him with radiation because, because his suit battery. doesn't work because yeah. the electricity basically fried its circuits before it could like fix itself or reboot or whatever. Um, So it's just like a a happenstance. He happened to die, but like, Hey, say he throws the emperor off and then like tucks and rolls away or whatever. Him and Luke could be palling around the galaxy right now. Um, Okay. So can
1: I, can I give you the, the Canon answer to that? Okay. So when the emperor designed his suit, uh, it was designed to be not of the top level technology that was out there. Uh, specifically because he didn't want Vader because he knew that Vader was more powerful than him but he wanted to control Vader so how did he do that by putting him in a suit that was a piece of crap um that could be easily overloaded by electrical um shock which the Emperor was a big fan of as we saw against Luke um so basically, like he held that over Vader at all times, and Vader knew that he couldn't mess with the Emperor because if he did try to mess with the Emperor, the Emperor could basically shock him to death. Um, that's why that scene at the end of Jedi is so impactful because he's like he's sh- he's shocking my son to death. I, this is I, I've made the wrong decision. I, like I I can't believe that I made these wrong decisions. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to make the wrong decision again and support this this butt plug with electrical powers and he's like i don't even care if it kills me and picks him up and like in doing so when he picked him up like he's his gauntlets that he has in his things are so strong he crushed the emperor's rib cage and that's why the emperor was just like frozen he was like i can't do anything because my ribs are crushed and my insides are goo now but he was still just shocking everywhere so basically he he shut vader's suit down and like destroyed it and there was no way to save him at that point that i don't know about the radiation i mean that could be true but, like, as far as I know from what was in the, like, written stuff, it was the electrical shock that overloaded his suit.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant was kind of my, my headcanon. Yeah, cannon. like, when the yeah. suit turned off, through the yeah. combination yeah. of, it, like, he could survive without the suit for a limited period of time. And, like, gr- granted, they're always supported yeah. by, like, him being in a back-to-tank or in his meditation chamber and that kind of stuff. But, like, through the use of the Force, he could survive for a limited period of time. My my headcam yeah. was always that blast of radiation that was in no way filtered out by the suit because it was basically just moving oh, at that point. That. Um, exacerbated his like that that death and it, it made it happen quicker. Like it just fried what was left of him. He he was like, he he had enough strength for Luke you. to drag yeah, him yeah. over to the uh, to the to the shuttle tiderium and and say a couple sentences and then die. Yeah,
1: basically. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's that's probably, that makes sense too. I mean, like he was, I think he was already toast anyways. Um, and he realized, he's like, this is kind of my last, my last, att- my, my last attempt, you know? Like, because you got to think, man, he's already a burn victim. His lungs are already fried from Mustafar. So he's just been living off of like this, this iron lung and, and piss and vinegar more or yeah. less. Like that's what would have been kept keeping him alive. And he no longer had that because he was like, Maybe this is my chance to redeem myself, and that's. I think he kind of like gave up more or less, you know.
0: I, and I think the realization is like, you know, I became Darth like, Vader to save Padme, and the only thing that's really left of her is is the, our kids. And what am I trying? Absolutely. And what am I letting, yeah. I'm letting this guy, this this a hole fry him up right now on this Death Star, and then the other one's probably going to get nuked by this this Star Destroyer or Death Star that I'm standing in right now, sooner rather than later. No, the only part of Padme that's left are these two kids, and this guy's trying to kill him. Nope. And then he throws him into a pit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, the- I would tend to agree. Um, well, yep, that's it. Yeah, and like you mentioned something too that that I've always thought about. Like, what if Vader didn't die? I don't. He. Well, what's he gonna go? He's gonna go down to. And or and party with everybody? Yeah, no. Like he, he has single handedly tried to kill every single one of those people. That's yeah, they're going to take there. him
0: to space, Nuremberg, and like put him to death. You know what I mean? Like there there's no good exactly. ending for him. <laughs> no, yeah,
1: he's not getting out of this one at all. Like it's 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 he's toast. And like it was, I've always wondered how they would how they would have handled that. But it's it doesn't matter because he. Yeah, I mean so. it's a fun what if. I mean <laughs> um, like
0: basically. Yeah, knowing that they had destroyed the, I wonder if Luke said, "You know what? We destroyed the the Death Star. Um, the The rebellion's in good hands with Leia. As far as cleaning up what's left, I wonder if the two of them would have like ran yeah. like as fugitives. Like, the two of them actually, would have you know, done anything with either group and just kind of gone to the fringes, gone to Tatooine. You know what I mean?
1: That was the plan. That was actually the plan. Um, Luke was supposed to, like, after all of that, was supposed to just, like, go old-school, like, gunslinger and just walk off into the sunset. And, like, you wouldn't see Luke again. Luke would not come back to celebrate with them Because, like, and that kind of makes sense, too, emotionally. Like, you just, your dad just died after you saved him from being evil. That, that's, that's some shit to deal with, and I'll have to bleep that out. Um, but that's some stuff to deal with in general. Because, like, that, that's pretty harsh. And, like, if he would have just left, I mean, if Vader had lived and they left together, that kind of would have made sense, too. Because they're not really normal people. And, like, that kind of ties back to The Last Jedi, too. Is Luke's not normal. Luke's not a regular person. And, like, Rey can be disappointed all she wants. And she could be like, oh, you're not what I thought you were. Or, you're not a hero. Or you're not this. Or you're not that. Like, you don't understand girl like this this is not something that is anybody can really fathom the the pressure that is on this dude this kid i mean because he was a kid when all this pressure was put on him in the first place oh hey you have to save the galaxy by the way um because this crazy old man that you've never actually met who um dismembered your father and lit him on fire Uh, oh and then stole his sword but then when he presents you with a sword, he said that your dad would, would have wanted you to have that sword. That's not true. Your dad never said that. Like, like his whole life is a lie. He had the old crusty dude tell him that he needs to become a Jedi because that's what his dad would have wanted. No, that's not true. His dad wanted, would have wanted to have his legs and his other arm and not to have to breathe through a, an 800-pound suit. Um, and then you have the other crusty old man. You have the guy who lives on Dagobah, the Muppet, basically say, hey, you have to kill your dad. And if you don't, I'm going to convince your sister that she has to kill your dad. But one of you guys is doing it because I'll be damned if, if it doesn't get done because I screwed up in teaching him and it, I should take care of it, but I'm kind of a chicken and I'm not going to do it. Like, the, oh, that just it just gets me back to being irritated at the Jedi in the first place. Like, they're so messed up. They're so messed up and they love trying to convince everybody else that they're right all the time and... For the most part, they're wrong because they choose not to do something to fix okay, the problem. Okay, so
0: you mentioned Yoda. What did you think about the little cameo yeah. he had in The Last Jedi? It was obnoxious.
1: I hated it because it was just – it was him being so smug and like I wrote it in my article. I, I talk about how, how it annoyed me and I'm going to pull it up here uh, but like – It was cool that we got some fan service. It was like, oh, hey, there's Yoda. Ha ha ha, isn't he cute? You know, look at him. He's adorable. I bet that's going to sell a million dolls. But like, ultimately, he comes on there to like poo-poo everything that Luke has done, right? So like, everybody always expected Luke to be this like constant unending source of hope in the galaxy. And it's really unfair. Like, as I mentioned, you know, he he had no dad. He had no mom. He was raised by his overprotective aunt and uncle. And then when he did find out that he had a dad, his dad chopped his hand off. Then he has to redeem his father after he gets the crap shocked out of him by his dad's boss. And then his dad was like, wait a minute, you know, you should probably stop messing with my son. And, like, he finally has this moment where he gets to, like, talk to his dad where his dad's not, like, essentially trying to kill him or have his boss try to kill him. And his dad's like, hey, uh, I'm going to die, so make this quick. And then, like, hey, the burden of rebuilding the religion – that's on your shoulders now because when crusty old yoda died he was like oh hey rebuild the jedi order by the way even though you had like i don't know 20 minutes worth of training just figure it out it's cool there's a bunch of books out there somewhere you can check them out of the space library it's no big deal but like then after not training ben solo properly yoda shows up and it's just like oh <laughs> you never learned how the force worked. why didn't you teach him like i don't know six years ago when ben was feeling the dark side and you could have said hey Go easy. Don't go in there with the lightsaber blazing. Let's talk to this kid and see if we can talk him down. But no, you talk to him after the fact, and it, it's always easier to be smug after the fact. And like, ugh, it was his fault. It was his fault that Anakin became Darth Vader because he felt when Anakin had that dark moment when he killed all those um, all those um, sand people on uh, Tusken Pataway. Raiders. Okay, he, sand he people's their word. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's that's their word. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tuscan Raiders, <laughs> people of Tatooine descent. Um, he he felt that. Why didn't he say anything to Anakin? Hey, buddy.
0: Let's have a uh, little chit chat. Why don't what we? The hell, why what the don't the hell we, was get that some part lunch? we kill
1: all those Tuscan Raiders, huh?
0: Where, where, remember when you did that? What yeah. was that about? Let's,
1: let's get you some blue milk. Let's uh let's talk. We'll get you some cookies or something, bro, because you need to chill. Like it was. All of this was his fault. It was Obi-Wan's fault. And then they take his kid to do their bidding. And then and then in the end, when Luke is mad because the Jedi have always failed, and that seems to be their their uh, identity is failure, Yoda just, like, laughs it off. Like, it's no big deal. Oh, don't worry about it, man. That's, you, know, you learn lessons from failure. But you didn't have to learn lessons from failure because you could have stopped Because this. you let
0: Luke do the exact same thing you did um the school and you yeah. had had one bad egg and you didn't do the right thing to take care of it and then you went and hid for 20 years yeah you know what you could have done i don't know
1: taking away his lightsaber how about that you ever think about that nothing no maybe all those little kids wouldn't have gotten killed in that classroom like it, it's
0: Have to sit down with the guy it, 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 yeah
1: you know get him some therapy he needs some therapy or i don't know how about this you're the Jedi, you're powerful, go to Tatooine, get his mom. I bet you if his mom lived in the Jedi Temple with him, he would have been a much cooler kid.
0: It's like, I bet, um, you know, like Ben, or Ben Solo, like, he, he's he's going into yep. class, he walks in, and then everyone's sitting in yeah. a semicircle and folding chairs, and they're like, Ben, we just want to talk to you. We've noticed you've been having some dark thoughts. Now, we're, we've all written you letters. <laughs> we all... We all want to tell you how we feel. We just want you to sit there and listen. And uh, and then you can do whatever you want. But just know that we, we're, me, we're here for you.
1: Tell me you picture him in skinny jeans and like a My Chemical Romance t-shirt wearing mascara with like one of those like he's got like the, the sides of his hair shaved. But his, the, the top is, is long so he can flip it out of his face like he's just in that emo phase. Like, and they're like, we really want to talk to you about your feelings. You guys don't understand my feelings. Like, it's...
0: <laughs> but they just keep referring to Snoke, like, in the same context and intervention yeah, yeah. they do with drugs. He's like, you guys just don't know what it's like to be yeah. on Snoke, all right? Like, I just can't help it. And they're like, when you're on the Snoke, you're a real jerk, you know? I just don't like being around you. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, like, I just picture I picture his relationship with, with Han Solo, like... He, like, he was one of those kids where, like, Han Solo was an awesome dad when you're, like, five and six because he's a smuggler and he's cool and he's he's funny and, like, you know, he's snarky. But then, like, when he starts getting older and he realizes his dad's kind of lame and his dad, like, doesn't take responsibility for anything and just runs away whenever there's problems, like, it's... I I see it as being like one of those things, and they did—they did like a really, really funny series of memes like right after *Force Awakens* came out, where it had like um, Harrison Ford and Adam Driver from other movies having like scenes together, um, where they're like eating dinner and stuff together. Let me see if I can find it.
0: (laughs) While we're talking about random stuff, this Uh, has nothing to. I always thought a cool character would be like if you're going to go, um, say, say Ryan Johnson's doing um, those that trilogy of movies, and it's set in the Old Republic. Um, I always thought a cool character would be, um, like, a Jedi who, instead of having a lightsaber, has a bunch of, like, just, like, dozens of, like, lightsaber knives and uses the Force to, like, throw them around all over the place. Um, I mean, that's the Jedi's biggest weakness is they don't do very well with ranged stuff. Like, you have to be pretty up close unless you're using, like, the Force to redirect their own laser blasts or whatever. But, I mean, like... I don't know. I just thought it would be a cool character. Yeah.
1: I've always wanted to see like, a, um, like a Jedi that was so powerful that they didn't need a lightsaber. Not like the Emperor or like Yoda, but like in the sense that like somebody comes at them with a lightsaber and they essentially they channel the Force into creating a lightsaber out of nothing.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Where they have a force, a force saber. So kind you know of like saying?
0: Psylocke, where she has her like her like energy her psychic Psychic. like blade kind of thing yeah yeah
1: yeah a a a manifestation of your powers through a conduit essentially but like okay here's i found i found what i was looking for so it's like it's kylo ren and it's han solo and they're sitting at the table and they're like ordering dinner at a restaurant and uh han says stop pouting and order a damn drink already ben and he says christ dad how many times do i have to tell you it's kylo and i don't want to drink i just want to bring dark order to the galaxy okay and there's like two beats where there's silence and then kylo ren goes actually i think i'll have a coke <laughs> um and then um han solo to him he goes hey hot Shot, there's uh, there's a reason There a reason your room's a mess and he force waves waves his hand he goes you don't need to me you don't need me to clean my room in fact you should never ask me that question again he goes this is my fault for knocking your mother <laughs> <laughs> hey dad it's me kylo dark lord of the knights of ren what is it ben can you uh, tell mom i'll be late for dinner Oh, uh, and can you tell Grandpa's urn that I love him? Okay, thanks. Long of the First <laughs> Order. And then, like, he's just standing there. Hansel is just standing there staring at the phone. <laughs> oh, no. Have you, gone
0: down a meme hole? So, Dad, have you gone down a meme hole? Yeah,
1: I have. Here's the next one. Uh, it's Harrison Ford sitting there reading a paper, like a newspaper. And um, Kylo's standing there. He said, So, Dad, have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Supreme Leader Snoke? um dad shut up ben like it's just like he doesn't take any of it seriously <laughs> he goes hi mom happy birthday and leia answers the phone thank you baby how are you han says still crazy he goes i'm good hey i sent you a video message did you get it and he says don't open it leia there's <laughs> a picture of him in the kylo ren mask happy birthday mom this is your son kylo <laughs> ren okay bye <laughs>
0: See, how can you not love Star Wars? I mean, come on. I don't care what you thought about The Last Jedi. Star Wars is awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm sending this to you. I'm putting it in our, our Zencaster here. right? I'm putting this in our, uh, our chat so you can see it as well. So you can enjoy these memes as well. They're quite enjoyable. Oh, man. Those are great. Yeah, it's, a, it's, on, it's on BuzzFeed. If you go uh, BuzzFeed.com, uh, Ryan hates this. And then it's Knights of Ren aren't a boy band. Um, yeah.
0: It's good stuff. Oh, and then here's are one with Billy D. Williams. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I want to thank you. I freaking forgot all about it. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought the uh, Canto bite should have been. Like, instead of some random no-name freaking slicer that no one cares about yeah. and never ends up... in freaking Vinicio Del Toro's character sucked. I hated that. Um, why couldn't Ben to all right, there's only one person who I know who would have access to a slicer with those kind of skills and i know where he is and it's lando and he's pulling some kind of heist at the casino like he's doing a job there where he's scamming them and then rose would be like ah oh, this guy's so old and like he i don't i don't get it and like he, she doesn't like him at first but then she, you can even keep in all the crap with those stupid rat dog deer things and um He's like, no no no, like I'm I'm scamming these people, like they're selling to both sides and you can keep all that stuff in. He's like, they're they're terrible people that are profiteering from war and I'm running this scam on it, and they help them run the scam so he can get in touch with the the Slicer. Um you can that's a natural way to bring Lando in with that isn't just straight fan service, it fits. It's the kind of place you would expect Lando to be in a freaking casino with a crew running a heist. It'd be a cool scene and it gives them something more to do. And then whatever, like they help Lando finish the job, they they borrow his slicer yeah. and then the, them and the slicer actually do something of benefit, say something on the supremacy, like they actually get in and do something that isn't meaningless. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, fi- exactly. fix the end part of that would, it, but that it that makes the nice. casino part much more engaging and it brings in Lando, which I think would be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I think we all miss Lando. That's pretty I mean,
0: think He's a gambler, he's a um, player, and you have a casino planet yeah. that doesn't have Lando, come on.
1: Where else is he gonna be? I mean, seriously, like he's got a job. Come on. He's at a casino. Yeah, I agree. Um you know I what I think we've never actually talked about? Um, did you, we never talked about Rogue One. Ever. Like I don't think we've ever actually talked about it. I don't even know what you think about it. Did I you did. like Rogue One? Um
0: I agree with some of the sentiment that the characters were a little bland but at the same time I kind of went in knowing that it is like it was a war movie so like not all the characters in Saving Private Ryan are the most thrilling engaging like you gave them a little bit of backstory about who they are but really it's a war movie with some cool war scenes and then one or two of the main characters gets a little deeper like Jenner. So you know she got more backstory than anyone like I thought it was cool we got a little bit with uh,
1: and Andor too, like with the, the, like he's done some dark stuff. And like, I thought that was kind of cool that they gave a little, um, the rebels were just, yeah, we to do we that. Shoot uh, yeah,
0: you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Of all of the, of all of the new movies though, so far of the new three, right? Um, force awakens, rogue one and last Jedi rogue one's my favorite. Hmm, okay. And I and I can tell you why, and it, it was a it was about a minute and forty five seconds worth of uh, worth of movie, and that would be the scene where Vader comes on the Rebel ship. It was that was so worth the price of admission. I, I have the movie on Blu-ray, and I've watched that scene of the movie probably sixty times, because that is the that is like, I'm like I'm gushing now, you know, like that was the best Darth Vader scene i've ever seen in my life any movie any video game like he just he annihilates those guys and it was exactly what they what they pitched too. because remember when we were talking about this before rogue one came out we were talking about how they were going to have a scene where vader just owned people and like we were finally going to see why everybody was afraid of darth vader that was that scene and it lived up to its expectations and like it, it was it was so awesome like i and and still i think that complete like as a complete film that is the best of the three um, so far, I really like parts of Last Jedi, but I thought
0: Rogue One was was hands if down I the had best to one. to pick one of the three, I think I'm still picking The Force Awakens. Yeah. Really? Just because, I mean, okay. Rogue One was really, really good as a world-building yeah. movie. But let's say Rogue One was the first Star Wars movie you had ever seen. It would not yeah. have, like, any weight. You know what I mean? You're like, what's a Death Star? who is that guy who just with the sword, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't necessarily have the gravity. So it's really, really awesome as world building, you know, the same way that like some of the books are really, really awesome because they, they expand the things that you already love. But for me, the key, the core movies, the numbered movies um, are the ones that are the most impactful because they're the ones that are the trunk of the tree that everything else expands off of. And out of the two new numbered movies, I thought Force Awakens I just enjoyed a little bit more, probably just because it was the first one and it had you know there hadn't been Star Wars in in a while, and it was nice to to have something yeah. new. Um, and there was just a few too many flaws with that that middle part um, with like Finn and Rose's story. Um, you know, say what you will about J.J. Abrams and everything like that, but that every character had something to do. They were used the right amount, like. You know, I would have liked a little more Poe Dameron in, in *Force Awakens*, but you know, if he was around, what else? What would he have done? You know what I mean? I didn't. I don't think Phasma was necessary, but she didn't detract from the story in any way. She just was underutilized. Um, whereas *Rogue One* was a really, really awesome world-building war movie. Um, if it was in my hands and I could do anything I want with it, I, I think I would do more of a heist kind of movie where they're breaking into the facility. Um,
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Kind of like they were trying to do, like, on Scarif. Like, that little bit that they did where, like, they're in the uh, Imperial uniforms and they're sneaking in and kind of of putting a small team together and having the army as a backup. And then, like, everything goes to crap. And you can even have the battle of Scarif at the end if you want. But, like, uh, the good portion of the movie is built around them planning... And maybe doing, like, two or three smaller heists to make, like, almost like Ocean's Eleven, I guess. Like, Star Wars. Yeah, you
1: were looking for more Ocean's Eleven. we were looking for more Ocean's Eleven, less Saving Private Ryan.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, like, when I, I guess, because that's what I've always pictured. Like, when, when you hear the line, like, that they stole the plans. Yeah. In, 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 uh, episode four, when I was a little kid, I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, there's, like, spies. And they, like, they snuck in and stole the plans. Like, I didn't think it was, like, capture the flag. Where they like had the whole army like come and kick the doors in and like blow their way to the plans and then just happen to get them out in time. Yeah. Um, but I do really like the way that Rogue One was structured. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of fan service. Um, I liked the way that it kind of connected to 4. Yeah. Like For the first time, this was maybe like a month and a half ago or so, yeah. I was watching jack and i was like you know what i'm gonna watch rogue one and and then a new hope like back to back like as a double feature and see how they flow and they flow really well together yeah like you see the the, the tantive four take off and then immediately it picks up with the tantive four being chased by that same star destroyer that vader's on so i mean like it's 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 a real nice flow. They they fit together well.
1: Yeah. Um talking speaking of that, um I mean we were going to talk about TV shows but I, I don't want to. Let's just keep talking about Star Wars. Um uh, <laughs> you we talked about that um video that they made like that updated digital Obi-Wan versus
0: Darth Vader lightsaber fight. You saw that on YouTube, correct? Yeah, where it's like a more like a lightsaber duel with with more choreographed action. Yeah, um, I'm just wondering when we're finally going to see the full thing of that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. that that just that piece. Like, and if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, um, if you go to uh, YouTube and you just type in "Darth Vader vs Obi Wan remake," um, there you can actually see it, and it's it's incredibly well done. Um, there's an article on the Hollywood Reporter about it. Like, it's just it's such a good trailer um i'm just wondering again let me see if i can find any information this article was written in december of 2017 let's see if there's any information in here about when it'll get
0: the premise of it for those who don't know is that this this group is re making the the fight at the end of a new hope the the lightsaber duel between obi-wan and vader so like the old man obi-wan and vader um and doing it in a more High speed, high action, choreographed lightsaber duel as opposed to the more um, dialogue heavy yeah. one that was in. A well, New and Hope. the
1: big thing too that you have to remember with all of this too is like people criticize that and they're like, well, oh, the fight scene wasn't this or the fight scene wasn't that. They were fighting with swords that were brittle, that were very fragile, that like the lightsabers are not as durable as what they are now, where like the ones they're using in the movies, you can do incredible stuff with. This was essentially like they had it was a uh, uh, it was called rotoscoping, it was a technique they called rotoscoping, and that's how they made them light up like that. But the swords that they were using were super, super fragile, and in order to get them to light up in the first place, there was basically like a wire running through the sleeve of the costume of the ca- character carrying it, so you really couldn't be doing a lot of like flourishing moves and like fancy stuff. So, like, it's that's why they look like crap but like the the concept that we could fix it now basically like and that's such a lucas concept anyways you know lucas loved going back and fixing things so like why not go back and fix that
0: yeah and i mean all credit due to lucas film though i mean in in the late 70s i mean they didn't invent rotoscoping okay. but they basically were inventing a large number of special effects techniques while making star wars yep. Um, they're pioneers in the blue screen, um, you know, computer graphics. Um, they, they just, they did so many things that we now take for granted. Um, and like, like we said before, like, like kind of said, like I said about Phasma, like, yeah, that's not the highlight of the movie, but in no way does that fight detract from it. And the dialogue is very still pertinent and touching today, you know, especially after the prequels. Yeah. Um, that's one of the few things that the prequels really were able to do though, is still make you care about the Obi-Wan Anakin relationship. Yeah. Um, for all of its failings, I did truly feel like they were friends and Obi-Wan was kind of heartbroken that it ended the way that it did. So when you go back and watch A new hope and you listen to that dialogue and, and Obi-Wan's just kind of, you can tell over like the 19 years that they've been apart and he's kind of seen what Vader's become you can kind of see that he's like you know what there's he doesn't see what luke ends up seeing yeah you can tell he's like you're only a master of evil darth and and that kind of stuff and the dialogue still is really good yeah i don't need i don't need the big i'm like i'm not gonna i'm sure someone will take like a fan edit and like edit this new (laughs) lightsaber duel like into a version of the movie or whatever to spice it up and i'm like No, it's really cool to watch it on YouTube, but, like, I don't need it as canon that they had this, like, insane, backflipping, amazingly choreographed fight because that's not really what that fight's about. And,
1: like, that's – if you watch it again, though, um, you can tell that they're not going to be doing a lot of, like, fancy backflipping sort of stuff. Like, it's going to just be an intense fight, which – they'll be able to do now because the technology allows them to. So I don't, I don't think we're going to miss anything with this. I don't think it's going to be.
0: Yeah. I think they're going to do cool stuff that they certainly like, they're going to cut, like it looked like they were like able to like cut into walls and it make it look like it's like melting, like pieces of the wall when they miss like on a swing and like the lightsabers don't flicker out like a, you know, flashlight that's running low on batteries. Like they, like in the originals, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, where there's actually, like, if you catch it at certain angles, it doesn't even light up because you're just getting the tip of the, the blade. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm excited. I, I would love to see what they do with it.
0: Make sure you tune into the next episode of GGR Pirate Radio. Mike and Steve talk about what they're watching on TV.